0: finally looked great looked outstanding looked like a top five draft pick looked like a franchise quarterback but wouldn't you know it there are plenty of people that just want to crap on the guy he never gets the benefit of the doubt hey wait a minute NFL great wide receiver Pierre Garcon is here with us today Kokel Coquel. Kokel's back hit the open on your mark get set Go! You are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, man. How did I get so lucky to start the work week? No, not all of you detractors of Tua. I've got some messages and some words for you. But we jump in to start the work week, and uh, we have a local football legend, not Coquel. I mean, I had a great uh-huh. high school uh-huh. career. Yeah. Yeah. But- yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on, Coquel is back from his COVID quarantine garage in Port St. Louis. It is good to see his, his pudgy little face. I love the fact that he's back. But also, as exciting—all right, definitely more exciting—is a man who— <laughs> is one of the best football stories you're going to be you're going to find from Palm Beach County played his high school ball at John I Leonard then had a great NFL career most notably with the Colts and Washington Pierre Garçon hanging out for the whole damn hour with us here on Ken Lavick live Pierre Thank you. why 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 have you decided <laughs> hey
1: this is a good idea for me and my reputation oh man I love ESPN I love the hometown so I love helping out and being around
0: awesome it's great to have you here we're coming to you from the Anna John Levine accident Attorney. Studios downtown West Palm Beach, right off of the uncomfortably hot Intracoastal Phillips Point Towers here downtown. Uh, Tua of Iloa looked awesome. Okay, I want to. <laughs> I want. I want to start right now with Tua looked amazing against the Falcons on Saturday at Hard Rock Stadium. Let's go through the numbers, okay? 16 of 23, 183 yards, a touchdown pass, led two touchdown drives. The Dolphins roll over the Falcons 37 to 17. He looked every bit the franchise quarterback. He looked like, honestly, what he looked like against the Bears for the exception of the interception that he threw at the end of his time in the game. Uh, Pierre, why don't we actually, in Coquel, why don't we actually uh, wash ourselves here? (laughs) Let's cleanse ourselves with the greatness that is Tua. Let's get to our EDS Air Conditioning Coolest Moment of the
1: Weekend. Time now for the coolest moment of the week.
0: Cool. Cool, yeah.
2: The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air
0: Conditioning. Alright, you need an air conditioning plan Because it is hot and it's terrible all the time Here in the summer in South Florida Remember, EDS is yes EDSAirConditioning.com Let's hear Tua Ioloa's touchdown pass As you heard it on CBS 4 Originating out of Miami Here is Tua Tungavailoa To Miles Gaskin in Saturday's preseason game
2: Spread it out here Three wide receivers Tungavailoa stepping
0: up in the pocket fires has a wide open oh, gaskin touchdown the Dolby. pocket presence <laughs> i'm so gaskin. tingly oh man it makes me feel good that is your eds air conditioning coolest moment of the weekend to a tongue of ilowa miles gaskin to a under duress with the pocket presence for the touchdown uh and, and so i i come off of saturday night and Pierre, I'm telling you, yeah. I was glowing. I mean, I am all Tua all the time. I believe in the guy. I believe in the lefty. I believe in what he brings to the Dolphins. Uh, I just think that he is is so much untapped talent. And I would hope you would agree. You don't have to agree with me, okay? Uh, I would hope. Holy leading the witness. <laughs> yeah. That that nine games, nine games for Tua Tonga Valoa to make a full statement about what he's going to be or what he isn't going to be is wildly unfair, right?
1: Now, when you say he looked amazing, are you you saying his numbers look amazing or he as a player on, what is it, yesterday night? Uh, Saturday night. Saturday night playing look amazing. Uh, like he can take over the world or does his numbers are good for preseason?
0: Both. All right. The number is outstanding. 16 of 23, 183 yards and a touchdown. He, had to, he took care of the football. Uh, and again. But I, did he look comfortable doing I that, thought though? he did. Uh, his pocket presence, like how he stands in there, he knows how to evade. Very similar to one of your former quarterbacks, Peyton Manning. Oh, no, stop. <laughs> now, see, this is the problem here.
2: See, I hated Tua for a while and I couldn't figure out why. And then I was on quarantine and I'm watching the game because <laughs> I haven't been around Ken in a while. And I watched the game this week, I'm like, wow, this Tua kid's really good. He looks comfortable. He doesn't look like he's rushing. He's not pressing. I've been back in studio for, what, four minutes, and now I hate two
0: already. Peyton Manning, really? Oh, man. <laughs> by all metrics and by all eye tests, he looked really good against Atlanta. And he is so poured over, and there's so much attention paid to him. Uh, but he, he balled out. Like He looked from, good. From
1: watching... The highlights. I see he got comfortable. Yeah. You know, early on it was, you know, dump offs and three, four, five yard passes. Then, you know, he started opening it up, which, you know, gain your confidence and, yeah. and make you a better player. But, you know, I think he has to keep growing and get comfortable. I think starting off the game with some 10 to 20 yard passes instead of, you know, nickel and diamond. All right. All right.
0: So Pierre <laughs> wants him to see, uh, wants to see him push it down the field. Uh, that, that's fine. The problem is. Well, he's
1: not calling the plays. It's his coaches calling the plays. He also, plays, right. but, he also yeah. has a rag arm. That's oh, would you stop I mean, with
0: the rag arm thing I mean, can again? Can he, with he the throw rag the ball arm. downfield? Like, uh, okay, Pierre. Okay, leading the, the NFL in receiving in 2013. To each his own on how you want your quarterback to play.
1: Okay, it's not up to him, but it's up to the coaches. But you know, checkdowns are checkdowns, and three yard passes are three yard. But,
0: so this gets me. This is a perfect lead in. Damn, you're a radio veteran already. He knows the topic, and he knows what he wants to lead me into. Sign him up. Uh, so Tua. That's case in point. He never gets the benefit of the doubt. To me, Mm -hmm. in the NFL, there are, I mean, there's dozens of players that no matter what are not going to get the benefit of the doubt, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. nine games into his career, and two is one of those guys. And it's not just Pierre Garçon. It's also Frank Schwab of Yahoo. Listen to his opening paragraph, breaking down to his performance Saturday. Tonga of started eight of eight for the Dolphins on Saturday, but he wasn't perfect. And most of his throws were still short. So you mean to tell me on a night where he went 16 of 23 for 183 and a touchdown, those are the opening two sentences of the opening paragraph on Yahoo of Tua's night, Tua's performance. And then I have Pierre Garcon telling me, "Hey, I'd like to see him throw 10, 20 yard passes." Yeah, we
1: know he has the arm. We know he has the potential, but it's not his fault that he's checking it down. But you know, that's what makes me feel like he's a top five pick. You know, I'm not saying he's not ready yet. He just has to keep getting comfortable, and I've seen it through that Atlanta game.
2: See, this pains me a little bit, and I don't like to defend Tua ever, especially around Mm -hmm. Ken, but he also had no receivers. No one's really creating separation. Waddle got hurt. Waddle started to get a rhythm, and then Waddle got hurt. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, if... Albert Wilson and, comes back from Port St. Lucie when Fuller's back off suspension. I think Devontae and, Parker. And,
1: and, and that's who he has to lean on is his receivers and tight ends in his check down gasket. You know, that's that's why it are, they are checkdowns. downs. But, you know, his receivers, he has to lean on the big tight end. Yep. I forgot his name. but Mike Kosicki. That, that's definitely going to help him, you know, get more comfortable. And I saw one over the middle where it's like, all right, that was a great play. That's, that's what we're looking yeah, for. And that's what, yeah, yeah. so that's going to be the game, type of quarterback that wins the game, the check downs. You know, it's it's, it's, it's going to be, you know, nickel and diamond up and down the field and after they catch on to it. It just feels like with Tua, though, like it takes so much for people to say... Oh, oh maybe, maybe he'll be something. But well you gotta win games, so you just say maybe you're gonna be something. But then how do you explain Zach Wilson?
0: <laughs> Zach Wilson has had Ugh. two good preseason games. He's got Coquel uh, like, like, like literally like rubbing goosebumps off his arms. Like Coquel, I think, is going to start stalking Zach Wilson, showing up in hotels and waiting for him. It's really bizarre the way you've taken to him. Two games and Zach Wilson, we're starting to hear Mike Tannenbaum, our own Mike Tannenbaum on Get Up say, he's got such a bright future. Future. Max Kellerman's talking about the greatness of Zach Wilson.
1: I have he to watch, have to watch more game. film on Zach Wilson, but I think he has an arm. he's He throws it very confident
2: You've seen Aaron Rodgers play, right? Basically, <laughs> basically the same quarterback.
1: <laughs>
0: so while we're in the business of, of ridiculous yeah. comparisons, fine. <laughs> I made one and you made one. So Tua, Tua just doesn't get the benefit of the doubt, but there are a lot of athletes, not just NFL players, but athletes that don't get the benefit of the doubt. For me, though, right now in my sports consciousness, Tua is the player that least gets the benefit of the doubt. Who is it for you? 888-760-3776. 888 760 And you can tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm, which athlete never gets the benefit of the doubt? I say Tua uh, and Pierre, one, one name crossed my mind, a former teammate of yours in Washington that never mm. got the benefit of the doubt, and some of this was self-inflicted. But after his first season, RG3 never. Ever. I mean, ever got the benefit of the doubt for anything. When you
1: say benefit of the
0: doubt. Like, if, if he struggles, people just pile on constantly, all the time. And even if he does something well, it clouds their judgment and they say, oh, well, this guy's just trash.
1: Um, you know, like you say... And uh, people love to throw hate more than they love to throw. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, if they don't think you naturally fit the system out of college, they always want to give you the benefit of doubt because, you know, the stigma is like you're not a true quarterback. Mm-hmm. You're a running quarterback mm-hmm. or this and that. But, you know, you have to prove them wrong more than you prove them right. Uh, you know, you just have to be amazing. You have to win games is what gives people the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, quarterbacks do get piled on, you know, anytime they throw an interception, you know, just like that first interception tour through in – to double coverage it was you know it was like (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was like uh uh. and then you know and then it was a past 10 yards or 15 yards downfield uh. (laughs) but you know you know you want to minimize that but that's what you know will win games is the 10 to 15 yard passes downfield and you can't throw in
2: you get some of that with lamar jackson as much credit as he gets Mm -hmm. when he Lamar's a great one even Mm -hmm. when he has like a his completion percentage has improved every Mm -hmm. year since 11th grade Literally, it's 11-12, then Mm -hmm. into college, and then going forward. And then it's, well, his his completions are off-center to the left. Or his completions are off-center. They're breaking down where the throw rate is on the catch zone. It's like, come on, he's completing these passes.
1: They're not helping him out. But when he first started throwing the ball, you can see the difference. You know, when the guy's throwing it from his rookie, it's his, uh, you know, now it's fourth year fifth year yeah you see the difference and he's getting better at it but we always knew he was an athlete <laughs> but with lamar it's like what you're speaking to pierre mm-hmm. is it
0: because you have to change and they changed baltimore changed their system to fit yeah. lamar yeah. which makes them outliers compared to say a, 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 and and correct me if i'm wrong a washington
1: where oh, they, we changed our system to help rg3 we, yeah every every coach's cup coaches want the quarterback to be successful you know, so they altered those, everything. I think Dolphins altered things for Tua as well. You know, that's just the play action that's behind the line of scrimmage. The You know, they alter. They have to so that the guys get comfortable and, you know, play to their strength because they want you to do well.
0: So Lamar obviously thrives in that
1: system now yes, in Baltimore. Yes. I don't think the Jets wanted Sam Darnold to do well.
0: I watched every <laughs> one of those games.
1: Well, the, Jets, the, Jets, no part of that. the Jets now have a you know a different system and a quarterback yeah. that fits that system. So you know he, now they're he, trying. Yeah, yeah. So you know they're gonna let him. You know. Do what he does best. You know he has to read the field. He has to, you know, hit the players. You know they're going to throw deep balls, and that's part of their system. I was with the, you know, Jets offensive coordinator in San Francisco, and Robert Sala in San mm-hmm. Francisco. So you know I kind of know the system, but you know they play to their strengths.
0: Uh, and uh, so I think that Lamar is a great one. I think that
1: he is. It, it happened when Peyton went to Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He went to, He played to his strength because he didn't he obviously because it, didn't it was a run strength. first system in Denver yeah. too and you know obviously play actions always helped but you know there were some things that you know he brought to Omaha he brought Omaha to yeah. Denver well but
0: that, that also Peyton would always get the benefit of the doubt though too i mean maybe not compared it's, to Peyton they thought
1: on him too when he it's, got what, hurt that, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, like the your weird arm part. your arm is not <laughs> what it was but you know we're going to just you know hopefully you get back to the greatness that you are Peyton got the benefit of the doubt until he didn't
2: you know what i mean like his <laughs> whole career was Peyton Love Fest. Then he wins the Super Bowl, battling through injury, which any other player would be like, "Oh, wow, he it out. did it yeah. yeah, and then they're like, oh, Peyton didn't win that. He looked terrible at the end of his career. He crawled <laughs> to the finish line. Like, what? He just won a Super Bowl. I mean, I
0: suppose while we're speaking about Denver and Peyton and underappreciated players are players that not underappreciated. There's a difference between underappreciated and not getting the benefit of the doubt. I am, uh, full disclosure, Pierre, um, uh, because we've been working together now for, oh, I don't know, 11 minutes, so I feel a tight connection to, to you. Okay, Yeah, so let, let me pour my heart out here. Uh, Tim Tebow. <laughs> Ken mm-hmm. lost his Virginity. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. That's for the second, the second, second segment. Oh, I, and you fine. said Tebow, and Virgin yeah. went to my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 once we come closer and closer, then we'll have those conversations. <laughs> um, but but Tim Tebow, I spent last week just railing on him mm-hmm. because he he ends up he's not going to play football again. The the Jaguars released him, mm-hmm. and so. For me, that was just Tim Tebow living out his adult fantasy sports camp, right? <laughs> like there was no way he was going to make that team. He should have switched to tight end uh, ten years prior. And it, uh, we asked what his legacy was, and for me, my my response was he was a failure as a pro athlete. Great college player, failure as a pro athlete. Oh, but Ken, he 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 made it, and he made it to the NFL. Okay, fine, because he's a great athlete as a pro he was a failure but i kept saying denver's defense carried him matt prater was hitting 65 yard field goals i did not give tim tebow the benefit of the doubt i suppose he fits into this conversation it's
1: it's tough to say you're a failure as a professional player because we have such high expectations for somebody to be a professional Mm -hmm. player it was a
0: first round pick
1: yeah there's always if you're in the nfl or any professional you have high expectations to actually make it is tough but to say a failure you know, playing quarterback in the NFL is, is the hardest job. That's why they get, you know, everything that they get. But, you know, he didn't reach the expectations that we all set for him. You know, as players, we don't set the expectations for everybody that, you know, the fans set expectations for because we know how hard it is and we know Denver changed their system for him as well. So, you know, things change up for players. Now, can you adjust to it? Can you thrive from it? Maybe some do, some don't. But it's hard as a quarterback. And I don't think he failed. I don't think it was the dream story that we all wanted to be like it no, was in college. It
0: definitely was.
2: <laughs> How do professional athletes look at the bust tag? Cause I always look at it. We different than most sports fans and I'll call myself a sports fan. Like,
1: Every, every every position is different. You know, at quarterback, it's all about the completions and touchdown passes. As a receiver, the bus is obviously more obvious. You can't run. You can't catch the ball. You can't get open. Yeah. You know, as an offensive line, you're too too weak. You can't. You know, you can't block. You know, you we why are you getting beat by you know someone? So every position, and that's how professional athletes look at it. Because if on defense, if you can't run, you just can't play defense. Mm-hmm. You know, Cause- yeah. I look at it as if you made thirty million dollars guaranteed in your
2: career, your career wasn't a bust. Like you, like
1: you got out of college, you got thirty <laughs> mil,
2: a, whatever. That's Who cares at that
0: that's point? A great way to look Take at my it. money and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping on twenty. A lot, a lot
1: All right. of guys do that. A lot <laughs> of guys. <do> that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Uh, uh, which athletes never get the benefit of the doubt? Which athletes never get the benefit of the doubt? Because for me, two is lack of benefit of the doubt drives me absolutely insane. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero you can tweet at us as well at ESPN West Palm and we'll get to Twitter in a moment here because we have a bunch of replies to uh players that just do not get the benefit of the doubt um uh, and, and also too if you have uh, 12 years of pent-up frustration over Pierre Garçon's 48-yard touchdown Monday night football against the Dolphins 2009 to win that game you can take it on as well that was first well.
1: touchdown ever that too. was his first touchdown ever <laughs> coming it home. in Miami <laughs> yeah, against
0: the Dolphins Monday night football for the world to see yes. and the Colts only had 14 minutes and 47 seconds of possession in that game as well. I remember
1: it. I remember it like it was <laughs> yesterday.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was the damnedest thing I've ever seen, and I saw the Tebow game as well uh, I left with that the Dolphins early. and Broncos. You left the Tebow game Tebow. early? Tebow game third quarter, I left. It was so boring. Then he had that miraculous comeback. That game was uh, exceedingly boring. But Pierre Garçon, <laughs> I, And full disclosure, and it, we're, we're going to have story time with Pierre later on in uh, in the show as well, but full disclosure, the first time I ever really heard of you was... That night, watching you streak down the right sideline into the end zone, and then from it's there, a great introduction. <laughs> yeah, that was. I was like, "Oh, so that's Pierre Garcon." Okay.
2: I'm gonna be honest. I heard of Pierre at every single recruiting fair at John I. Leonard that they have. They host every year. Every single D three coach said, "Hey, you guys know Pierre Garcon? Come to our school. You're our story."
0: <laughs> Pierre Garcon again, uh, one of our own. John I. Leonard uh, went on to have a great college career at D three Mount Union, and then uh, obviously the Colts and uh, Washington and we'll have a little Pierre story time here uh later on in the show so uh Aiden Pierce tweets Jimmy Butler never gets the benefit of the doubt Baker Mayfield never gets the benefit uh, benefit of the doubt and Lamar Jackson never gets the benefit of the doubt we've talked about Lamar Lamar that one I mean last week uh, on on get up there's a discussion about Lamar Jackson's going to have a breakout season a breakout season. <laughs> he was already MVP. More, yeah, he won the damn MVP. What else does he have to show? He what gotta is, win the
1: Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I that suppose is, that's, 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 that's the breakout. But that's,
0: that's, that's a pretty it. cushy living if, if winning the Super Bowl is yeah. your final, your final way to break out. I mean, but, but he's
1: working at it. I know he's working at yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, hell that's, yeah. That's the only thing
0: now that he has to accomplish. He got the playoff win behind him, and now that's the next step. Mm-hmm. And they got some receivers finally.
2: Finally. If Bateman can be healthy and they got Watkins, if Watkins yeah. can regain some of that, maybe he has someone to throw to. But this,
1: Lamar just has to stay healthy. If he stay healthy, they, those guys can. can he needs beat to stop six. catching
2: COVID. He's had
0: COVID nine times. Yeah, I feel like yeah. in the last two years. Like, bro, just keep six feet. Okay, that's all we're asking, <laughs> Lamar. Uh, but I want to Baker Mayfield. So mm. Baker Mayfield gets brought up, and this is what is maddening for me is that Baker Mayfield has had more than enough time to prove himself. I think that he is. A guy. He is a franchise guy. I understand that playing for the Browns sometimes is a death sentence. It's tough up there. He's, already
1: he's gonna need more to just a make, Mayfield.
0: <laughs> the fact that he still has that job is hmm. a miracle in and of itself, but also. Is Tua going to get the same amount of time to prove himself that Baker Mayfield has now? Because Mike Greenberg on ESPN is saying Baker Mayfield's the guy. Baker Mayfield's going to have a great season. Baker Mayfield's already shown me things like he has advocates in high places. How come Baker Mayfield has such a long leash when other quarterbacks don't? We're I mean, not I...
1: expecting Cleveland to win. That's that's so the expectations are low. <laughs> it's different in Cleveland. They're just happy to, <laughs> to to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> to be on national TV. That's <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> If you beat but, the Steelers, then life yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah. Buy the jersey.
2: Cut and send to our sister station,
1: ESPN Cleveland. Pierre <laughs> said
0: this.
1: Oh, man. We had a lot of conversation against Cleveland guys in, uh, in Ohio. I uh, yeah. they think they're the state of football, and we're like, all right. <laughs> we're in Ohio, but you guys don't run football. Right, right. You definitely
0: don't <laughs> run football. Uh, Shane Bartell says if we're talking coaches, he brings up Howard Schnellenberger. May he rest in peace. But Howard Schnellenberger, a guy who – And I'll forever extol his virtues as the play-by-play voice of FAU. I I worked alongside him for a long time. But he, I mean, he saved football at the University of Miami. They might have just wiped out that program if it wasn't for him. He built that up, won a national championship, uh, then goes to Louisville, saves that program from death, then births FAU, who is now a thriving FBS program, and because of his winning percentage, because he took on all these projects, he's not eligible to get into the College Football Hall of Fame. That is a damned travesty. So it's a stat that makes you get into the Hall of Fame. Apparently. You have to be over 500, right?
2: Yeah. You're winning record or you're not you Not can't the impact qualify. you make. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Nobody has a resume like him, but he can't get into the College Football Hall of Fame, which to me invalidates the College Football Hall of Fame. It's, it's
2: ridiculous. A, can I give you one that you guys may push back on? I don't think he ever got the benefit of the doubt and he always got crushed when he shouldn't.
1: Tony Romo. Yeah, Tony Romo is a good quarterback. Yeah, he was a good quarterback. we were nervous when we were playing against him. <laughs> I feel like you. Everybody hated on him, but we were like, "Oh man, that is Romo," <laughs> and he he got us at the, yeah. on the last drive a couple of times. And, and you you wouldn't have hated playing with Tony Romo. Nah, 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 because he's he's he throws the ball. He's experienced, and you know he's not carefree, but it doesn't he doesn't let it linger. Yeah. You know, onto the next game, he's gonna be Tony Romo, and he was a good quarterback. The fans might not like him. Everybody else might like him, but. We were nervous, like, dang. We hope he throw in a yeah. <laughs> We hope. Well, he could
0: be feast or famine, but, man, Tony Romo's a good one because mm-hmm. Tony Romo's numbers and what he did, his production, they're legit. And look where
2: he came from. Everyone seems to just ignore the fact that he was an FCS out of East Carolina. You know what Eastern I mean? Eastern Illinois. Eastern
1: Illinois. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry. Eastern hey, Illinois. He's just a baller. He, he throw the ball well. He's just a baller. Yeah. Like, well, you know. the
0: only reason Eastern Illinois sticks with me with Tony Romo is because my high school girlfriend went to Eastern Illinois, and uh, then in the fall we were still dating, and we were going to do oh, the long distance. Oh, that? And mm. she she goes, oh hey, I'm here with the quarterback of the football team. It was damn Tony Romo. <laughs> Uh, no camera. chance. I don't know what <laughs> no happened. Chance. I don't know what happened, but all I know is that two weeks later she called. I don't think this is gonna Your work. Your Romo's girlfriend yeah. now. That's <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Like That is why I will always remember Tony Romo. Romo he, has some
1: nice girlfriends, too. I, oh, my God. Bro, <laughs> How did
0: you absolutely. Romo get the same girl? That's the
2: real question. What's that? How did you get someone on Romo's list is the real
0: question. because so I'm
2: looking at you, and I'm looking at Tony Romo, I'm and I'm seeing you, two man, different guys.
0: I, my senior year of high school, I dyed my hair blonde, and I just did a couple <laughs> things around the school, and my whole world opened up. I'm telling you, that's all it took. And then it was all downhill from there, but, man, <laughs> that, that year. hair dye was legit. Like <laughs> <shit. laughs> 888-760-3776. 888 which athlete never gets the benefit of the doubt? We'll go through a couple of more when we return. We're hanging out the entire show with Pierre Garçon because management said, hey, dopes. You need someone in here that knows what they're talking about. So Pierre uh, willfully volunteered his time to yes, make sure he yes. taught us something about football. So Pierre Garçon is here with us. Coquel is back from COVID quarantine. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash NBA Sport. No, you don't have to be an all-world wide receiver to find the odds like Pierre Garçon was to get into the sports industry. That's where a lot of the money is if you can get a free agent contract like Pierre earned. But uh, for the rest of us, Regular people, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program is how you get into the sports industry. So many examples at the pro level, in the front office, or in the administration level, or facilities, or marketing. Big time college athletics, local sports, Palm Beach County Sports Commission. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Spring semester classes. You can sign up for them now at fau.edu/mba sport. fau.edu/mba sport. You can take the courses remotely or on campus in Boca Raton, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Dr. Jim Reardon, he's the boss, 22 years at it, great friend. FAU.edu slash NBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Who are the athletes that never get the benefit of the doubt? And only three preseason games this year should starters play. We'll discuss when we return. He's Pierre Garçon. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.